Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. You're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network. Your home for hockey talk covering every team in the NHL. New episodes every Monday. Download at thehockeypodcastnetwork.com or wherever you get your podcasts from. What up, Sea of Red? You're listening to Into the Flames, a Calgary Flames fan podcast. Your home for all things Flames and updates around the NHL. With your hosts, Raja Burry and Noah Eppleston. Into the Flames, new episodes every Sunday. Like, I'm looking at the situation that's involving the future of the team, and I'm like, this is a good thing because it's going to force management not to keep this team together. So, it's going to force ownership to go in a direction that they haven't wanted to go in a very, very long time. That's honestly how we should start the show. Like, with that quote, Eric is ridiculous because everyone (laughs) will know exactly who we're talking about. So, um, Okay, it's been a lot has happened since we last recorded, and I think we picked a good time for this episode because both good and bad are going to be dissected today. And so we start with the negatives and uh, end on a more positive note. Okay. All right. Uh, so there's a very obvious headline right now. That's obviously the title of going to be the title of this episode, and thumbnail all of that. We'll get to that. I want to start with the negative of Jeremy Poirier going down with an injury. Got Mm -hmm. a laceration to his arm, and he needed surgery. And, yeah, I just – you you can't help but think that he would be probably on this team right now getting a look if he was healthy. Yeah, I mean, you're lucky you had Soloviov get games and you've had De Simone get games, right? And I know Poirier is pretty much that third guy down in the A that they have confidence in to come up. So, yeah, I mean, if he's not injured, you're probably seeing him get game time um, around this time of year. Mm-hmm. And I guess just transitioning over to the guys that that have gotten game time from the A and uh, guys like Pospisil and Zari, who have been fantastic. Um now that they've finally put the flame and sea on. Connor Zari, in his first three NHL games, five on five, the Flames led in every offensive category. Shot attempts, shots, scoring chances, and high danger chances. Shot attempts, 53 to 26. Shots, 33 to 13. Scoring chances, 26 to 16. And high dangers, 14 to 5. When this dude is on the ice. Like, and he, like he's sick, is he not? Like he's dangling D. Oh, uh, he, like he's sick, and he's making Kadri so much better. Oh yeah, dude. He, they finally found that guy that just is going to light a fire under Kadri, and Kadri's been fantastic these last three games. See, arguably like, the best player on the ice every night. Last last five games, Nazem's got six points, five of them being primary points. 
19 shots on net, 13 scoring chances, seven high danger chances. And on the ice at five on five, his Corsi four, for those that follow analytics, 62.4, expected goals for 61.9. Those numbers are pretty good. Yeah, it makes me happy seeing Kadri get going. Just finding somebody where it clicks because that was something you didn't see in the first 10 games of this year. There was no click from anyone. But now it's starting to come through. You know, you see Zari and Kadri are kind of locked at the hip right now. And you're going to see more of that. I mean, D. Simone's been up here and he's been great. He's he's putting up points. He's driving play in the Ozone. Like, just play more of the fucking kids. Like, leave Huberto to pout on the, boat, on the bench. I don't care. He can sit on the bench and pout all night. Or he can do it from the press box as a healthy scratch. I don't care. Give me somebody who wants to play hockey. Damn. Okay, so that's the angle. So it looks like we're going angel and devil a little bit with the whole. <laughs> Good to know, because I honestly, that's what makes this show kind of entertaining. So uh, we <laughs> we don't entirely bore people out because a lot of the time we agree on the same things. But I feel like this Huberto thing, it's gonna give at least a little bit of good back and forth discussion. It, it um, might. I'm not going to sit and pretend like I've been happy with Huberto. I don't think any Flames fan can say that they've – like, I don't even know if it's happiness versus anger or sadness. It's more just, like, disappointment. Like, it's like, hey, like, why isn't this working? What is so different that it's not clicking? And I'm not going to lie – when the camera panned to the bench and, dude, I felt so bad for him. Like, I know it's stupid to sit and be like, oh, you feel bad for a guy making ten and a half a year. Huh? Well, yeah, because we kind of need him to perform. Like, we can't get out of the deal. You can't buy it out. You can't trade it. You have to figure out a way for it to work. And I think we'll get to Elliot Friedman's uh, reports in a bit from his written piece, but... Like, I don't care what it is. Actually, I kind of do, but I don't care what it is you have to do to make this work because you are being forced to make it work. And the onus has to be on both sides. Huska, what a baller move to show accountability. Like, hey, this guy makes double digits. We're sitting him for the third. Absolutely. I mean, would you ever expect Huska to make a move like that? That's not like... You didn't even see fucking Daryl do that last year. Yeah, no, you didn't. And to me, a move like that, that's Connie and Husk saying, okay, like we're going to have to, we're going to have to do something here because from the November 1st game onward against Dallas, you can kind of see little hints that maybe it was leading to that. Yeah. Because final two minutes trying to tie the game, he's not out there six on five, et cetera, et cetera. You kind of, slowly started to see okay maybe maybe his leash isn't that long and we got the answer on tuesday we did now you know i think it comes down to with him i think it's all personal life um away from the ice i mean you go back and you watch him play as a florida panther he always has a smile on his face it always looked like he enjoyed wearing that jersey like he just looked like he was having the time of his life playing as a Florida Panther 
And since the day he came to Calgary, he hasn't had that same smile on his face. You know what I mean? Like he was used to the beaches and the life down there. And I'm sure being a hockey player down there would be amazing. I mean, you wake up, you go to the rink, you skate, and then you go and hang out at the beach for the rest of the day, the rest of the day. It's a whole lot different here in Calgary. And everything is so focused on the flame success. When you're getting paid $10.5 million to be this team's star player and you're not performing, you don't want to come to the rink because the fans are going to be on you from, from the beginning. When you can't just figure out your psychological, mental problems that you're having with the transition of life. I mean, he spent, what, 10 years in Florida? Like, it's a big change coming from there. And I think all of it has just piled up onto him and it's, it's left him in a spot where he is now not playing in the third period. Um, it's not a place I don't think any Flames fans thought we would be once we made that trade, no. but it is on him to figure it out. And I'm going to let you know right now, step one is to not throw passes into your guys' skates, maybe lead them somewhere. That's, <laughs> I mean, like, yeah, like, like you said, like, yeah, I don't know. I know that in my own personal experience, if I feel I did a really good job in something, handed it in, get the mark back, and it's like, you got a B minus, and I, you know, I thought I was getting an A, that kind of messes with my own confidence and my own ability to feel like I'm understanding what I'm absorbing. He got traded after a 115-point season, and the phone call that he was expecting to get from Bill Zito, he was expecting a contract extension, not, hey, trading you to Calgary. Like you said, it's literally been between the years for him since he's got here. And to me, that's the part where I sit and I look at our situation. I see... Like, forget the AAV, dude. Forget it. The guy is signed until we're 30. Yeah. He is going to be a Calgary Flame, for better or for worse, until we're 30. You have to sit and look at it and say, what do you have to do to get this to work? And to me, the onus isn't just on Huberto. It's also on Huska. I think what they did with in terms of micromanaging the situation, unreal. Because to me, that signified that's rock bottom. We've always talked about, okay, how much worse could it get? This is as bad as it could get, right? Like there's no way Huberto could get worse. Well, he's on pace for 41 points this year. So yeah, it could get worse. And Huska and Conroy have clearly been having these conversations behind closed doors saying, what do we need to do? to kickstart things because I'm a big believer and things have to get really, really bad and things have to get worse, worse. for them to yeah. get better. So they decided to go the route of let's publicly embarrass him. Like let's make this a headline league wide and following it up. Johnny Goudreau just went through the same shit like five days ago. And I looked at it. Huberto and Goudreau combined have less points than Sean Monaghan. Yeah. That's insane to me. Like, Sean, I love you, bro. I hope you're doing great in Montreal. I want my first-round pick back. Thanks, Brad. Um, But, yeah, I think with Huberto, that trade, it seemed to have killed his pride. Yeah, I love that analogy that you used. I think that was, like, nail on the head. 
perfect. That is exactly what is going on here. In my opinion, no amount of money in the world could fix your mental state when you get that low at the profession that you worked on your entire life. Like, yeah. no, no, like, I don't care that he makes ten and a half million dollars. And I know that a lot of fans, they're going to be like, I don't feel bad for him because he makes ten and a half. Okay, well, that's short-sighted because right now you're comparing the average the average contributing member to society who lives in a normal household to someone who's a pro athlete who's paid to perform. That's not you're you're not comparing apples to apples here. It's just sad seeing like where he's at right now and what's happened to him since he's been here. Cause I do pay attention to all the star players in the league. And I always have historically and not just like, you know, obviously the flames are my team and the flames are really the only games that I glue myself to for 82 times a year. But I do follow stars around the league. And when a pretty prominent player goes through a fall from grace like that, it it's hard for me to not feel sorry for him because I'm like, okay, these guys take a ton of pride in what they do. And, you know, if if you look at their body language and it's, it's like, where has my game gone? And that's probably what Huberto's been thinking for the last 90 plus games. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I agree with you. But at what point is it time to move on and maybe accept the fact that you're not going to be the player that you used to be um stop feeling sorry for yourself and go out there and make a difference for yourself because it has we're, we're coming up on like two years as a calgary flame here yeah you can sit around and sulk for your whole 10-year contract here you can do that but it's not going to change the way how you play nobody's going to change the way that you play you have to take it upon yourself to step up here and, and change your play style do something to make yourself effective on the ice not sit on the bench and pout all night because that's not going to change anything. Mm-hmm. You are a star athlete and star athletes need to take things upon themselves to, to make a better situation out of it. And that's just the way that I'm viewing things right now. I think he, like he is getting a lot of media coverage and I think he's using it to make himself look like management's the bad guy right now, but both sides are at a fault and, and, it's time for both of them to step up and figure it out so that they can actually get something done while he's here. Okay. So I don't really follow baseball, but I saw this one thing on Twitter, people comparing Huberto's situation to Tria Turner's. Hey, Turner. Yeah. Tria Turner. It took 107 games for his confidence to get in here. And based off the research that I, I did and are we going to wait for Huberto to get to 107 games in a Flames jersey before maybe we follow a similar tactic? So what did they do in Philadelphia? They gave him a standing ovation, right? At this point, anything that could kickstart some sort of – like we're not even asking for, hey, be a 100-point player. No, because we no. know it's not possible. We're just saying don't – be a contributing member to the team. Like it must have been absolutely horrid for him, for a guy that's already in his own head to sit there and watch the team win and go, they don't even need me to win the game. Yeah. And 
I don't know. Do we do we do what Phillies fans did for him next home game? Like, honest to God question. Do you think that we should do that? I personally believe I'm at the point now where I'm like, whatever. Like, I'm, I'm this close to hiring a psychologist myself. Like, bro, like, go, go, go see a psychologist. I'm, I go hire a priest, bring him into the locker room, sprinkle holy water everywhere. Like, seriously, just get do do whatever you have to do to resurrect this guy because I can't I can't treat him the way that I treated James Neal or Troy Brower. I can't. No. Because it's not like you can say, oh, we can buy this out. It's seven and a half more years. <laughs> it's not movable. Like it's not movable, right? I, I I don't know. Like give me like fucking show me something before I'm gonna give you an applause. I'm not gonna stand up and applause you for pouting on the bench. Go out there, walk a demon, and tuck a sick goal, and maybe, yeah, okay, I could get on board with this. If that's what you're gonna give me, sure, I'll applaud that. But if he's gonna sit there with his head down on the bench, I don't think he's getting a round of applause from anybody. Fair. I'm just saying that seemed to work it kind of sparked their turnaround and go show me something go do something and i'll give you a big round of applause i'll give you a smooch if you walk <laughs> to the man and tuck it like <laughs> i'll give you a smooch like me personally as a fan of this team and knowing that there's no way out like i can't sit and pretend like i can treat him like james neal or like troy brower like I, I just I can't because just looking looking at the situation, something eventually is going to have to get this guy to tick. And tomorrow is probably the biggest game of his career, if I'm being completely honest. Because the entire league knows that you got scratched. They also knew that you were at your highest level two years ago. You are a walking headline with Cameras all over you. You're a pro athlete who makes double digits per year. It's not about and, feeling sorry for yourself. It's okay. How are you going to rebound? You we. This is your rock bottom. If there's no rebound from rock bottom, that tells you a lot, and it tells you everything you have to know. And if he hates Calgary so much, go and show Brad for living tomorrow how much you hate Calgary. Go show him how much you hate him for bringing you to Calgary. You know what I mean? You're going up against the GM that acquired you. Yep. If you hate it here so much, go and show Brad that you hate Calgary. Yeah. See, my thing with it is, okay, he was benched, didn't play at all after he had a shift that was close to three minutes, which is nuts, but... He went from that to sitting for the full period. Tomorrow night, play the shit out of him. Yeah. For, like, literally, it's give or take. It has to be a relationship between player and coach. And for, you know, for, I don't know if it was media, media speak or what it was, but they did not have that with Daryl. Show me you have that with Huska. He talked about it in the media. He said, I'm not going to feel sorry for myself. And Husk and I talked about this and we hashed it out. And I said, okay, so should I pick you up in fantasy tomorrow? Like, but <laughs> like, like Jenny, like honestly, because I would want nothing more than to see Huberto come out and have 
like a three point game in Toronto and just be like, okay, right? Like just never look back. Like just forget the past right there. Just leave it. It's gone. It sits in Toronto and you move on with your life. Literally. Like you you go in and you just say, I'm going to dominate tonight. Like go into the game. I'm going to dominate tonight. I don't give a shit who my line mates are. I'm going to make them better. Yeah. And we kind of saw that low-key last season after the Alan Walsh tweet. That New York game, he was buzzing. Play better than you did in that game. Like, by a lot. Because now you have the audience on you. You have the national cover. Like, TSN, Craig Button is sitting here at, like, 1 o'clock in the morning talking about, like, our time, one of, like, 3 a.m. in Toronto, talking about Jonathan Huberto. You just look at it and you say, you know what? This player is struggling. It's between the ears. Something's gotta, something's gotta be done. I don't know what it is. And logistically, you can't terminate this relationship. No. You're gonna have to find a way to make it work, no matter how toxic it may get. Yeah. Because, like, look what Connor Zary did to Nazem Kadri. Exactly. I think he misses Peltier, dude. If Peltier was fully healthy, Peltier would probably be on Hubie's wing right now, and we probably wouldn't be sitting here talking about him being benched. Probably. Maybe. I mean, I would hope so. Um, But basically, I just can't get over this downfall from Grace. And to me... Tuesday was the lowest that it could get. So we spent 90-plus games talking about, can this get worse? We got our answer. It's, it, it is worse. It got to that point. So now, tomorrow night and moving forward, what's it going to look like? Are we going to get more of the same or are we going to get a resurgence? Because if that's not if that doesn't do anything as – Serving a kick in the pants, I don't know what, I don't know what, I don't know what you do. And it's it's all up to Huberto here, right? It feels like it's it's one of those defining moments um, in his career, especially coming into tomorrow's game. It's yeah, you take it on the cheek and you move on, or it's more of the same. And we'll find out when the Flames take the ice tomorrow. Mm-hmm. I totally get your stance on that, like. Show me, and then I'll rally behind you. I totally get that because, I mean, I'm pretty sure 50% of the fan base thinks that way too. Um, But it's just so frustrating for me to sit and look at a guy who's this down on himself and think, ooh, I'm going to keep adding fuel to this fire and make him feel so shitty about the fact that he's playing here. Because at the end of the day, we need him if we're going to have any sort of success and he needs to show up. Like it's one of those things where everyone wants the same thing. Everyone wants to see Huberto be Huberto. Like this is the part where the discourse comes in and everyone's like, Oh, why do you love Huberto? Or why do you hate Huberto? We're all supporters of the same team. We need this guy to be going whether you're on one side of the fence or not. The one agreement that we have as a collective fan base is at some point 
He has to get going. What measures do we have to take to get there? Don't know. But the fact that we even need to have this level of attention to the measures implemented to get there, that's the red flag. And yeah, I don't know. I I'm on team rally around him, give him Shreya Turner treatment. Because something something is gonna have to kick something. I don't know what it is. I don't I hope that this benching is what does it. And if I on all account, if he has a good road trip and plays three straight really good games, I'll chant his name at the dome on the 16th. Yeah, I'll, I'll, do, it. I'll do it. Give him the Tria Turner treatment. Just give us a reason to give you the Tria Turner treatment. Exactly. That's all I'm saying. And I totally get that. I totally understand that viewpoint. Yeah, wow. that, was, that was fun. Oh, boy. <laughs> um, so I guess let's talk about Elliot Friedman. The holiday season is chaotic. It may be too early to start decorating for the holidays, but it's never too early to start your holiday shopping. So why not take care of it now before the crowds and packed calendars make shopping a total nightmare, especially when you can get some of the best deals of the season well before Black Friday. You can shop Raycon products right now and save up to 50% off because their early Black Friday sale is going on now. You've heard me talk about Raycon's products before, and Raycon first made a name for themselves in the audio space with products like their everyday earbuds known for delivering high quality and thoughtful features like a 32-hour battery life and a perfect in-ear fit for all-day wear and lasting comfort. And this past year, they expanded their entire business with the introduction of Raycon Home and Raycon PowerTech. Their five-star reviewed Magic 180 cable allows you to charge iOS, micro-USB, and Type-C devices eight times faster with a 100-watt power delivery. Their faucet filter ultra-filters the water in your tap against chlorine and heavy metals. It's a must-have for ensuring the water you use to wash your face and brush your teeth is, you know, actually clean. Raycon is known for delivering high-quality and thoughtful features at half the price of other premium tech brands. It's no wonder their products have racked up tens of thousands of five-star reviews. To get everyone in the holiday shopping spirit a bit early, Raycon is currently offering 20% off everything on their site with select products up to 50% off. So beat the crowd and save now. Trust me, you do not want to miss out on Raycon's early Black Friday sale. Hurry now to buy Raycon.com slash THPN to get 20 to 50% off site-wide. That's buyraycon.com slash THPN to score up the 50% off Raycon products. Buyraycon.com slash THPN. Back to the show. So Noah Hannafin called timeout on all contract talks. The entire, you know, all UFA negotiations are paused. Thank the Lord. And Elliot Friedman reported that they were far along on an extension with Noah. And that was at the time that we recorded it. Then the details came out in the written 32 thoughts. They were going to offer him a contract above Devin Taves's total value. No wonder Hannafin was interested. Hey, so let me get this straight. You have two guys that you are begging to keep in the city. So you overprice their worth and they still say no. Does that not, does that not tell you everything that you need to know? That speaks for itself. Like, what are we doing here? You don't need God. That speaks for itself. Like, thank God the contract talk stopped. I'm just sitting there thinking, like, Dave Nonis was the one that put those two deals together, eh? Thank God the Flames suck. Thank like, the Lord <laughs> the suck. Dude, yeah. I sat there and I was like, the guy that signed Clarkson, like, I had to remind myself. I'm like, the guy that signed Clarkson, Lupul, 
all these guys. It's the guy that he, he offered Noah Hannafin more than Devin Taves. What? What? Yeah. And I understand that Devin Taves took a pay cut to stay in Colorado. That guy is worth more than 725. Noah Hannafin is not worth more than Mackenzie Weger. I'm sorry. He's not. Oh, my God. So, again, positive is all contract talks have halted. Aside from Hannafin, they offered a deal to Chris Tanev. Things weren't close. My follow-up question to that is, why are you offering a deal to Chris Tanev? The poor guy is 35. He has broken himself for this team. Why do you want to keep him around? Why? Yeah. You know, like, And it's not even an indictment on Tanev. It's like actually just looking at you, where you are as an organization. Why are you forcing Tanev to continue to sign up to, for this? Why? No. Like, let him go play for a contender, right? Like, go and get like, Reward him. You are a warrior. You put your body on the line here long enough. Get the hell out of here and abandon ship and go win a cup somewhere. Like, God. And Lindholm's ask remained higher than the Flames were willing to go. The NFL season is going strong and DraftKings Sportsbook is hooking new customers up with an offer that's even stronger. Bet five bucks on any game this week to score $200 instantly in bonus bets. And DraftKings isn't stopping there. All customers can take advantage of a sweetener offer every game day this November. For example, the Buffalo Bills host the Denver Broncos on Monday. You should know that the money line for the Bills that night, minus 375. You're welcome, Noah. Get in on the game day greatness. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use the code THPN. New customers can score $200 instantly in bonus bets when you bet five on the NFL. That's code THPN only on DraftKings Sportsbook, the official sports betting partner of the NFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY at 467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort, licensee partner Golden Nugget Lake Charles, must be 21 years of age or older varies by jurisdiction and this entire thing is void in ontario bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance that was a handful see sportsbook.draftkings.com football terms for eligibility and deposit restrictions terms and responsible gaming resources the script says gaming it should be gambling anyways back to the show last night a new 32 thoughts article got posted so that was Previous one. That, that article came out, I think, just after Wednesday's game, just after Connor's airy debuted. Um, so now more stuff that we can talk about. So we talked about the benching. He says benchings are a big story in the NHL, led by Columbus, where Pascal Vincent clearly has the backing of management to end what the organization considered a country club. That was a spin on words. Calgary coach Ryan Huska followed up by sitting Jonathan Huberto for the final 20 minutes of the Flames win over Nashville. The winger knows the onus is on him, admitting, you've got to look in the mirror, i got to be a better player. But as the Flames pursue the trade market, and they've begun seeing what's out there, they will target individuals who they believe are a fit with Huberto. The only way that I would understand that is if A, Lindholm, Hannafin, Tanev, etc., Guys like that get sold for firsts and seconds and, ooh, shiny, right? And 
Then you say, ooh, let's snag Duclair from San Jose for a third. It's not going to impact our cut board too, too much because we we were picking like six times in the first two rounds. Let's just bring Anthony Duclair over from San Jose and see if he can fix Pluto. In that scenario, I don't mind it. But to me, I just look at what Connor Zari has done for Nazem Kadri and I say, why is Matt Coronado in the A? Why did we send that kid down? Put him up with Huberto, see what happens. Right. And like, how many picks are you going to have to trade to find your perfect fit for Huberto? Do it through the system. You have to do it through the system in this case. Like, you can't go out there spending all your capital looking for somebody to make Huberto better. That's just. That, that's uh, anticlimactic to why you signed him. It's the complete opposite reason. Better. Not, you, don't, you didn't sign him to go get players to make him better. Yeah, and it's unfortunate that that's where we're at. Um, now, this part is interesting, talking about selling guys. I kind of suspect the Sharks called Calgary about Noah Hannafin. That's not my insider news. That's Elliot's. I hope everyone understands that. But he doesn't see it as a fit. I don't either. Why the hell would San Jose want Noah Hannafin? That makes no sense to me. Another team I wonder about is Arizona. The Coyotes have the second best goal differential in the Central and a desire to push for the playoffs. As this situation plays out, I am curious to see if an extension becomes part of the conversation. It benefits Hannafin and benefits the Flames in any return. The Arizona Coyotes potentially being buyers for the first time since we were in elementary school is wild. I could see him going there, though. I think he makes that team a lot better. Me too. Put him up with Sean Dersey and just, just ride, let it let it go. And it makes us better too because uh, last time I checked, they've got some shiny draft capital in the first two rounds the next two years. All I'm saying is you give us what we paid for Travis Hamanick and it's a done deal. Right, yeah. Like that is a nice-looking cupboard. I will, I will very much entertain that, please. What was first in two seconds? Oh, yeah. Oh yeah. oh yeah the brad true living gift that just keeps on giving oh my god uh yeah you know no it's a good point actually about that martin pospisil is the first player from our 2018 draft class to actually play in the nhl did you take it with one of those picks and listen to this so we missed the playoffs that year for those that remember we did not have our first second or third because they were traded away for, guess who? Travis Hamannick and Mike Smith. Right, yeah. So the first was used to select Noah Dobson over in New York. Uh, and yeah, Martin Pospisil was the first player from that draft class to play in the NHL. And good on him. That's a great story. Did you see the text from between him and his billet mom or whatever? Did, yeah. That was, that was nice. That was, yeah. was like, damn... Call up all these kids and the vibe in the dome. A, the dome wouldn't be empty. If Murray thinks that the dome would be empty because we're rebuilding and finally trying to build a contender for once in our lives, I feel like that's very flawed thinking. Because right now, attendance is awful. And I'm a season ticket holder. I can maybe say I've been to one regular season game so far this year. As a season ticket holder. It's just crazy because you look and you see, okay, Slovyov called up. Connor Zari is a beast. Martin Pospisil has looked really good. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure, like we mentioned earlier, 
Jeremy Poirier would probably be up here right now and have already made his debut if he didn't get hurt. And all the best to him. But Dustin Wolf is up here now. He did. He got called up today. Okay. So he's got a career 9-2-7. And he's only lost 21 games in his last 111. Feed it to me. Give me Wolfie. Give me give me Wolfie, and I'll be howling like a like a complete yeah. idiot going down seventeenth. Please, but like, like I, I love like you just brought up all these guys that we've seen play for the Flames this year. I love to hear about that. I love to see that guys like Zari and Pospisil, guys that you would have never even thought of coming up this year, right? Like at the start of the year in training camp. Did you ever think you were going to see Martin Pospisil score an NHL goal for the Flames this year? No. That's hockey I want to see right now. And what Murray Edwards needs to realize is that if he puts a team of a team of kids on the ice like that, the dome is going to be more filled than your half veteran, half rookie mumble jumble he got going on right now. Like fans are going to want to see young kids play, mm-hmm. just the way it is. Yep. And a lot of and uh, a lot of people were wondering when Wolf got called up. Like, is this for aid purposes? Like, did we find a deal for Vladar? Elliot Friedman literally named, like literally completely put that theory in the water. Like two minutes after it was announced, saying that it's more for injury protection rather than for trade related reasons. And Jacob Markstrom had a maintenance day yesterday. He did not practice. So my worry is that the one guy that's been carrying us this year is uh, dealing with something day-to-day because why make the call? And the Wranglers called reinforcements, so it's clearly not just, you know, an emergency basis. Yeah, I mean, the Wranglers are even posting about Wolfie leaving. Yeah. With big club kids, so. Yeah. And heading into this trip, now... We've got eight of our 23 players on the active roster being homegrown draft picks, which is ironic because last year we had, what, like two? Weird. When was the last time we had any homegrown draft picks? I mean... Like, other than Kachuk and Gaudreau. Everybody else is just a free agent bum that comes here, man. Which is why I do not want to treat Huberto like James Neal and Troy Brower. Now you understand why I'm trying so hard to be supportive. Uh, um, yeah, so of that list, you've got Manjapani, Backlund, Dubé, Zari, Pospisil, Ruzichka, and Rasmus Anderson. Uh, I guess we can touch on Manjapani. That cross check to the neck of Jared Bicke, that was so that was so dumb. I literally that was saw that, and I was like, I was like, Andrew? What? That was- frustration that was frustration rolling over dude it reminded me of like back when i was in sixth grade and i would rage quit because we lost intramural floor hockey yeah that like it reminded me of 11 year old raja smashing my stick against the wall (laughs) like i was like i understand i'm a hothead too i get it oh man um that was wild thankfully we'll have him for the for this trip because oh my god we need him yeah, just one game was lucky. Do you want to talk about Johnny Goudreau really quick? And his own yeah, goal? we could touch on it. So, someone on Twitter went, Huberto for Goudreau, make it happen. And I, I, when I see tweets like that, I'm like, uh, like, you can't be serious. Like, it, 
the most unrealistic swap of players yeah. happening is what we're trying to be delusional about. Like that's that's crazy to me, right? They're like Huberto for Goudreau, make it happen, and then Johnny Goudreau's uncle adds fuel to the fire and goes, "I'm down with that." And Sea of Red Central on Twitter goes, "Would Johnny be though?" Insert eye emoji. I miss him so much, Uncle Jim. And Jim responds with, "I think we know the answer to that." Wink. Meredith knows the answer to that. Oh, dude, Meredith is the reason why he's got a no move. Like, that's, that's, if the guy wants to go to Philly when they're like good in a few years and they've got Mitchkov on that team, and he's like, I want to go play with Mitchkov. And she's like, No, you stay here and play with Lindholm. No, sweetie, you have Cole Sillinger at home. <laughs> oh, my God. Send Lindholm to Columbus and give me Kent Johnson. Why are they treating him the way they're treating him over in Columbus? Uh, you're telling me you add Kent Johnson to this team right now and you give him Lindholm's role that you're not sitting there like... Ooh. Kent Johnson awesome. Dude, like imagine suddenly by, I don't know, March, you look at the core of this team and you say, Kent Johnson, Matt Coronado, Connor Zary, Jacob Pelsic, Wolf. First line, come like March. First line of Kent Johnson, Zari, and Coronado. Could you imagine? Could you oh. ever? <laughs> Dude, <laughs> I literally... Could you ever imagine? Would that not be, like, 1415-esque, dude? Like, oh, my God. You would have... <laughs> like, we need something. Like, do you hear this, Murray? Do you hear how excited we get at the thought of a kid that was picked in the top five two years ago? Joining this freaking hockey club. Do you hear this? Do you yeah. hear this motion? Oh, boy. Oh, boy. I think, like, obviously there's been a lot of jokes um, surrounding the Huberto for Goudreau one for one and all this stuff between the two teams. But I think it definitely is something to keep an eye on. It may not be those players, but between Columbus and Calgary, I think you're going to see still a couple more trades. Uh, um being made here between those two clubs for sure. Cause I think they have the pieces to help each other out and it's definitely going to be something to follow. I come to you as a friend. <laughs> like you, you have what I need. <laughs> we can give you the guy that will make your highest paid player happy. Yeah. Give me Kent Johnson. Give me screw it. Give me Cole Sillinger. Give me Kent Johnson. Because yeah. the way that they are treating that kid is insane. He's 20 and already needing to switch agents. Absolutely mental. Kent Johnson, I already traded for you. And Chell, I hope you know that. But yeah, I think we covered pretty much everything. And yeah. I am praying, bro. Like literally praying that we see a positive response from Huberto tomorrow. Because I have been in the camp of I support the guy since he's got here. That's not changing. And I know that people can probably argue with me, all that sort of thing. But why waste your time? We all want the same thing. We all want this guy to be good and our team to be good. So, yeah. And a perfect night would be a Huberto bounce back and, and a Flames win, right? So, oh, yeah. Go, go in and beat Brad, bro. Come on. Let's go get it done. Let's go get it done. And let's get Zari to dangle around Geo. Like, let's, just, yeah. I want to see that. Big Geo and Brody collide at the blue line and walk right past them. Walk right in, just go top <laughs> corner. 
Have Kadri feed it to them too, so that they hear uh, assisted by number ninety one. <laughs> they're in Toronto, and I'm petty. Uh, yeah, let's go. I think my vibe around the group is a lot different now than it was the last time we recorded. Um, yeah, it's amazing what two straight wins will do, and it's not even the fact that it's like, oh my god, we won a game. It's the fact that we won a game and we're still bottom five in the league. So whether we're winning or losing. Our position in terms of supporting or not supporting a tank, I don't know why we're supporting or not supporting it. They're doing it accidentally. Just show me more kids. Let's go. It's also the fact that we had to come from behind win too, right? Like you went down 2 nothing to that Nashville team and you came back and won that game. That felt like something that was not even like you couldn't comprehend doing that as the flames this year, but you, you got it done and you're, you're building confidence and you move on to the next. So yeah, go get it done in Toronto. Yeah. We're, 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 we're now officially a Connor Zari fan club and still Zadorov because goddamn that guy's good at hockey. And it's the last thing to touch. I don't know why they haven't offered him to stay. If they see Nikita Zadorov of all guys as a trade ship, I sure as hell hope that, they tell him a contract is ready for him in July if they yeah. do trade him at the deadline. Because the guy doesn't want to uproot his life or his family away from the city, from what I've heard. And from I what I've heard is he's looking for somewhere to just finally, like, just be a part of a team, right? And be a main part of a team. And I think he, like, he absolutely has the chance to do that here in Calgary. So... And he loves it here. He loves being a flame. He the way he plays embodies a flame. Exactly. I mean, it's the perfect fit. So exactly. I hope uh Zadorov go take a run at like Reeves or some shit tomorrow. Reeves won't fight you. You're good. You're chilling. <laughs> it's a Brad for Living special where like, ooh, tough big tough guy who flexes coming out on the <laughs> And then does absolutely Marshand like absolutely abused their team and they all sat on the bench staring at him. Tyler Bertuzzi was laughing. So how's that for the summer of Brad? Yeah. Oh, boy. Summer yeah. of Brad part two just keeps on giving because part <laughs> one ruined like three careers. It's insane. <laughs> oh my god. Like I uh anyway. Go have a good road trip, Huberto. Please, bro. We're rooting for you. I get it. I get the slanders there. At the end of the day, we want you to be good, my guy. We want you to be good. Let's go Flames and let's go Hoobie. Let's show up tomorrow in Toronto. Let's go. Go Flames, go.